Hey there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kenzie Dzinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach, and this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and lead mutually empowered, purposeful lives. Tomorrow, you guys, June 11th, marks the one-year anniversary of the Brave Marriage Podcast. This is our 52nd episode, and I couldn't be more thrilled or grateful for where this past year has led us. To honor our one-year anniversary, I wanted to take some time today to reflect on where we've been, to celebrate the work being done, and for you all to get to know more about the community that we're creating here. So a year ago, the Brave Marriage podcast was launched with the help of an amazing launch team whose names are listed on my wall of gratitude in the show notes. We launched with four episodes, which took an in-depth look at the mission of Brave Marriage, and the response was really incredible. I remember tearing up multiple times throughout that day, just feeling so excited and joyful and energized by it, in large part due to the fact that people were praying both for my nerves, as well as the impact that the podcast would have on couples. Since our launch, we've covered seven different series from Communication, Conflict, Transition, and Family of Origin, which wrapped up 2018, to Change, Sex, and Mental Health in Marriage, which brings us up to date. And even though I had a sense that many of these topics would resonate because I already knew what real couples in my office were needing and working through, I was surprised to find that the Family of Origin series resonated with listeners as much as it did. I mean, listeners were writing to me saying, I didn't even realize these issues with my parents were affecting me and how I respond in my marriage. Or I feel like I understand my spouse so much better now in light of some of the issues that they grew up with. And still today, I've had more clients refer to the Roles We Play episode than almost any other episode to date. Some other listener favorites, and I've taken the top one from each series, include Episode 2, Growing as Individuals, Episode 5, How to Really Listen, 19 and 20, those were both really popular, When Rose-Colored Glasses Fade, and From Couplehood to Parenthood, Episode 26, The Roles We Play, Episode 33, How to Change an Attitude, Number 39, Sex as a Second Language, and Number 49, All or Nothing Thinking. Listeners have also told me that they use the podcast as sort of an index, so whenever they're faced with a particular situation in their life or marriage, they just scroll back through those episodes and find the title that applies to their current situation. So the podcast is being used in ways that I didn't even foresee, but I'm really thankful that it is. I was at a wedding not too long ago, and one of the bridesmaids' husbands was asking me about the stats for the podcast. Now, I don't think I shared this with him at the time, but I learned early on in this process that for me, keeping up with stats really doesn't lead to anything good. You know, as a solopreneur without a team to manage these things for me, I've noticed that paying attention to metrics doesn't ever lead me toward mental and emotional health, just a constant fluctuation between inflated ego or exaggerated shame. Just being honest with you all as does social media, which you may have noticed I haven't returned to. It just doesn't lead to my best thinking or creative work, two things that are really important to me and honestly that I value over and above growth for growth's sake. So I wanted you all to know how I feel about that up front, because what really matters more to me is the qualitative data, 
the real lives and marriages that are being impacted in positive ways. But because I know some of you are curious, I did take a look at the stats for today's episode. And so as I share, my intention is that you would be encouraged in the same way I am to see some of the vision for brave marriage unfold, which is that we would be a community of couples who want to grow as individuals, who want to do marriage with intention, and who really care about living and leading mutually empowered, purposeful lives, starting with our own marriages and extending to those we serve and lead. Now, quickly for the stats, I use Squarespace to host the Brave Marriage podcast, and in looking at the month-to-month data in preparation for this episode, the Brave Marriage podcast to date has hit over 63,000 listens. Geography-wise, we have listeners all over the country, and I've also received emails from couples in Kentucky, Ohio, Tennessee, Indiana, Virginia, North Carolina, California, and Texas. And by the way, if you didn't hear your state represented, would you send me a quick email to kinsey at bravemarriage.com and let me know where you are? Oh, I forgot Arizona, New Mexico, there may be others. Anyway, let me know where you are and say hi. We also have listeners who've reached out in some way from China, Costa Rica, Haiti, and Honduras. So thank you all for being a part of this community. I love that we can connect from around the world. To date, 336 people have taken the free relationship quiz, and 41% of respondents found the quiz directly through the podcast. So that's really cool. And here's what the demographics show about who's showing up and connecting with Brave Marriage. In terms of age, 50% of you are between the ages of 21 and 29, 40% of you are between the ages of 30 and 39, and 10% of you are age 40 or over. In terms of years married, 14% of you are dating or engaged, 34% of you are in your first few years of marriage, an equal percentage of you have been married between 4 and 9 years, and 18% of you have been married 10 or more years. Now, this is the part that gets me really stoked. In terms of the work being done at Brave Marriage, I was able to host the first Courageous Conversations workshop in the fall, and it was like the most energizing thing I've ever done in my business, and you all know that I love what I do. If you want to hear more about that experience, you can take a listen to episode 25, but those couples, man, they were awesome and they did amazing work over the course of a six-hour day, which I felt like was the perfect format for couples to really get what I teach, and all in all, it was just really rewarding to be a part of, and especially because my husband could be a part of it for demonstrations and the technology pieces, so thank you, babe. And I counted up this week, and I was able to work with 52 new couples over the last year through couples coaching or marriage therapy. I've had the honor of being invited into these couples' stories and walking with them in a really unique way over the course of anywhere from three months to a year. And it's a little overwhelming to think about because here's what I think about. I think about my parents who sought out marriage counseling off and on during the first half of my childhood. And I think about what it was like to witness the transformation in their marriage. And I'm so thankful that that change was modeled for me because when I work with couples, the changes I'm trying to help them make or the awareness I'm hoping they'll come to individually or 
the hope I have for couples, despite the state of the marriage relationship that shows up and sits down in front of me, it's not just an ideal for me. You know, it's not just theory and things that I learned in grad school. It's what I've seen with my own eyes that the work can be done and marriage relationships can get better. And yes, it can be hard, but only until it isn't anymore, until new norms become second nature. And then I start to think about the ripple effect, right? I think about the quality of life together my parents have now. I think about the impact that their counselor had on them and how that's extended to where it has now. I think about the marriages in my church growing up in my community that have been encouraged and helped because of the way that my parents have shared their story. And I think of the legacy that I bring with me into my office. And if one restored marriage can make that much of a wave in the lives of those around them, then what waves can 52 marriages make, you know? In this moment, I feel extremely privileged and blessed to be talking with you and to have opportunities to work with you. And there are so many of you who've also supported me along the way, and I can't say thank you enough. But so as to not drone on and on, your names are listed on my wall of gratitude in the show notes. All right, let me get it together. The last piece I want to share with you is that out of the 336 quiz takers, which is a fairly large sample size, only 4% scored in the brave category, which means that while no marriage is perfect, these couples have found a way to love and live well together, to communicate effectively, and to connect emotionally and intimately. So what this tells me is that there are very few couples who are experiencing the joy and freedom and satisfaction that a deeply intimate and empowering marriage brings. And I would love to watch that number grow. 53% scored in the braver category, which means they most likely have a strong friendship and fairly healthy communication, though they're not always sure how to express deeper concerns or desires, how to even make the time, or how to accept their partner's response. And so these couples often stay just above the surface of the place they most need to go in their relationship. So the majority of couples who've taken the quiz then are the perfect fit for couples coaching, which is actually quite different from marriage therapy or counseling. I've been getting a lot of questions about that recently. And these are the couples that I desire to see grow in intentionality and in prioritizing their marriage. This group of couples who land in the braver category is really who this podcast was originally designed for because they have the opportunity to go from good to great and fairly easily at this point in their relationship. The communication piece and learning to connect emotionally at this stage is way easier than waiting and letting unsaid things or unhealthy habits build up over time. And finally, 43% scored in the bravest category, which means more likely than not, they feel like roommates. There are unresolved issues and a breakdown in communication, which quickly begins to affect the way they feel toward each other and about their marriage. And I would love to see these couples act in courage and take a step toward responsibility for their relational health by seeing a good marriage therapist in their area. All that to say, We've got work to do, friends, so I will keep showing up, I will be here, and I hope you will too. So thank you for being here. Thank you for caring, 
for doing the work, and for telling others about it. Your action step for this week is to pick and choose as many of these as you would like. Number one, please call me and leave a voicemail with your first name and where you live if you feel comfortable and how the Brave Marriage Podcast has impacted you and your marriage. Because it's one thing for me to rattle on about numbers and stories, it's another thing entirely for couples to hear your story. And all of us, I promise you, would love to hear it. So please call 859-474-0182 so that I can share your words with the rest of our community on an upcoming episode at the end of June. Again, that number is 859-474-0182. Number two, if you haven't already taken the relationship quiz and the results and descriptions I just read are interesting to you, then please go take it to see where you land at bravemarriage.com quiz. Ooh, and finally, if you're not on my email list, you want to be by tomorrow because I am hosting a celebratory giveaway this month where seven people will win. Seven, you guys. So the best way to do that is to actually take the relationship quiz that will automatically add you to our list. Or you can visit bravemarriage.com or bravemarriage.com quiz. And I promise once you get to that page, you won't miss it. If you're already on our list and you missed my email from last week, please be sure that you've moved Brave Marriage emails or emails from me with my name out of your promotions folder into your inbox, and that should take care of that. All right, friends, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and week ahead, and I will be back next week with a special guest. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Love is not about Love is not a bond Love is just as fragile 